We're going to turn on the big camera here and we're going to do an amazing class together. Amuna has our future with a special Purim Joy Focus class. Very excited to be here with you guys. Thank you for joining me. Awesome. Wow. Unbelievable. Shem runs the world. And we're also live on our breadslove.com as well as going live in a moment on Instagram and our podcast platform. Thank you again for your YouTube friends for sharing everything, making it a global experience. And Amuna is our future today is very much focused on the joy of the soul, the human soul. This is the time to tune into the light of the Kohanim. We ask all you guys on YouTube to please subscribe and share the YouTube community. We put a lot of time and effort into the post there and uh, it's really appreciated. This is Amunaz, our future with human soulful joy, the name of the class. So please share, keep subscribing, keep sending friends to our platform so it makes it much more of a powerful experience. We are working hard to improve everything. Thank God the studio is... Um, available today at a bit late to time so that's why we're starting a little bit after our usual slot thank you and thank you Hashem so how are we going to get ready together for Purim let's go let's first get the uh, all the different platforms alive I'm going to make sure we're doing it the best so excuse me for any delay yeah that's cool maybe we'll do that one yeah some soulful energy on the Instagram live if anyone wants to leave any feedback or any requests, we're happy to do that. Baruch Hashem. And uh, thank you, our video guy, for getting us the studio time together. Thankfully, we're ready to go also now on Facebook. Instagram's going to go live as well. Awesome. Let's do it. Let's just make sure we're ready and all the different things. Yes, thank you, Hashem. We have a lot of links that we like to add, make sure everything is good. We don't take it for granted everyone who joins us every week. Now we've had, thank God, now a few years of classes. I'd like you guys to go back to the long playlist on Amun is Our Future, as well as Rav Sharon Orish's wonderful playlist. Check out everything we're doing there. Okay, so we're going to do another start again. Thank you for these first three minutes for joining us live. Going to have the final edited official version up on the site as well another week or so and we already have a is our future with the gula class the special gula class that purim brings and this time going out of show with him and entering into the purim days the holy adder days so let's go live now on all our platforms and let's get this class rock and roll let's go yes Welcome to Amuna is our future with human soulful greatness and joy. It's a soulful, joyful energy. We're in Chodesh Ada, Misha Nicholas Ada, Marbin Basimcha. As you can see, that there's a lot of positive flow in the world, but there's also a lot of challenges. Whenever there's a good energy, and we're about to enter into a very spiritual, uplifting ability to change our life, our flow, bring down new Shefa. There's going to be a lot of maniers, a lot of difficulties, a lot of ob ob obstacles is the word. Yes, and that's something which we together weekly through our Muna classes. We just had a beautiful class this Sunday. We have Shalom Orish, we have Dain Elgod, 
and they translated awesomely the flow of Rav on and your wonderful QA, which once again you can reach out to me at ellie.goldsabatbrezov.co.il and also munalive.com is a place to partner for all your Purim gelt. We need to keep these classes going. We need that energy and joy to manifest in all the charity, all the sadaka, all the support, all the tumche, the raisa, the, the ability to stand strong and go ahead in our life. Netzach and Ho, this is the time, Purim and Hanukkah, during the winter months, we elevate them so we can enter the spring with a renewed step, a renewed flow. We're starting the class a little bit later today on all our platforms. We already started YouTube and now we're live on Instagram, Facebook, Breslov Israel podcast. Keep going there, sharing it. We want to get into hundreds of listeners, hundreds of viewers, thousands of viewers on Facebook. Thank God. We need to get the likes, the love, so that this can go global. And when it needs to go global, not because we're looking for any validation from social media, but because we want to get the message of Amuna global. We have a beautiful class today and a new light from Rashallah Morish. I want to put out a reminder all the awesome booklets we have here. Thank God on the source of salvation. Amazing booklet from Avshalom Morish. Are you searching for salvation, physical, mental, well-being, livelihood, happiness, success? Question mark. In this booklet, you will find all these wonderful gifts. And that's from Avshalom Morish. We are in his studio in Yishalayim. We thank him. And the idea of bringing Shabbos, bringing this Shabbos, Pasha Tetzavah, Pasha Zohar, the best way to get rid of Amalek, the, the doubts, is Shabbos Kodesh disconnect to reconnect. This is the time to really tune in to our soul and to our journey, to our purpose of what we're here for to thank Hashem, to bring down the energy, the Amunah light, and as well as we have true happiness here. Thank God for you guys out there. The true happiness booklet, very important. As it says on the back, everyone should keep have these uh, magnets that we've put, we've showed you guys are sold out currently in the store, but you can still order, I think, online. Amunah, Hashem always loves me, and everything will always be good, and it only gets better and better. Rav Sholomosh. We've been putting up a lot of clips of the Rav, going around saying that beautiful saying in different places. We just went to Menachem Ovo, unfortunately, people that lost. And there's been a lot of availers, a lot of difficulty right now in the Holy Land, and we need to strengthen our prayers, and that works out perfectly, as the next booklet is Loving Everyone as My Own Child. One who prays with great devotion is loved by all. So by putting energy into our prayers, into our Amuna journey, that gives the love and the unity that we need, the united soul's energy that we need. Get out of this exile, get out of this pain. We just went live, as we said, on our Brezov.com platform on the Exile to Gula class. Check it out. The official version is there. We'll put it up on a bunch of our platforms as well, on the social media platforms. So we're keeping you up to date and with the best quality viewage we can do in our current situation. The law of gratitude. The final redemption will be definitive and everlasting and will come by way of Amuna and gratitude. These are awesome booklets. Get them all, share them around. The Rav very much wants us from Shalom Arish to get these booklets out there. This is part of sharing Amuna Global as well as the classes. Keep sharing your questions. And we're going to go now into your wonderful feedback before we go into this teachings of Rav Shalom Arish. I'll just put the book down if you don't mind. And let's go. Yes, dedicating this new series of Amuna classes, 98th class, as we are in the days of Purim, to Refushlema Abba Baschana and also to Everyone should be healthy and well. Sadly, to these two young brothers, Hilo and Yuga Yanev. There was other brothers as well in the last few weeks who were no, who were killed. They look actually very similar in their eyes and their energy. It's very scary uh, to see what's been going on. 
We wish comfort to their families, Brach Dynamis, success of all our special guests and everyone who joins us. We have to thank Hashem for the gift of life. Don't take it for granted every day in this world is precious. Every class, every single moment we have together is precious. And uh, once again, you guys keep sharing the flow. Let's get some other people joining the platforms. Make it a pumping energy for the Purim special class. These classes are for Elevation Gedalia. Uh, we appreciate your dedication, all the people dedicate to the Rav's teachings and to what we're doing here in Brezaviso on amunalive.com. Good week, healthy, energized spring days with Amuna and Purim sharing Amuna Global All. And we also now will hear a little bit from you guys. Rosh Chodesh Adah, Rabbi, may you and your family abound in joy and simchas. Please done for my son Brandon on this auspicious day. Baruch David ben Leiba Rochel. Thank you so much. Someone asked when a pajani incredible IG reel. This is all on the IG reel. Hello, Ada. Joy with, with Sholem Oresh Chutch. And Baruch uh, Hashem, my brother. Thank you. Thank you, Rava. Dear Raveli. Cookie Monster wrote, Bless you, my friends. Thanks for the words of inspiration. I think that was to Yonatan uh, Balayish. Baruch Hashem, my Harley brother. Thank you so much. Baruch Hashem, someone else wrote, Rav Oresh, Moroccan flow. Yes, one of the most important things. I'll be praying for you in the Holy Land. And peace to all. Yes, from Australia. We get to have you guys join us on our live feed a little bit later today, which maybe that works for some. Yosef Weiss wrote, well, I've never been more excited for in my life after watching this 30-second clip with the rabbi of Shalom Oresh. Awesome clip that we put up. We put up another one as well on the shorts and reels and TikTok. So we're on all the different places you guys are going nowadays with the social media platforms we're making sure those small little beautiful clips are there for you guys in our whatsapp status as well you can join the groups and see the status on our whatsapp phone john sankri such a beautiful rabbi your teachings live forever in all of us rev zeb balin yes zatzal we miss rev balin dr balin thank you very much for your holy work unbelievable sadness yes that's right. There's someone giving us amazing feedback, but unfortunately, they saw our post about those two wonderful brothers who passed away and in or were actually murdered. Um, Shem should revenge their blood. Yes, everything from Hashem. Rav Shalom Arish wrote the phone number that Dian Elgood given is different when it's posted on screen. That's on the class, our weekly Amuna class. So don't worry. All the different numbers, all the different links and emails all work to get your questions to the rabbi. We're printing it out. As you can see, I have a long list, two pages here of uh, questions for the rabbi. So no problem making sure the rabbi will see your questions and be able to, yes, and uh, happy to see people are getting to us. Hi, we're going to say hi in Hebrew on Instagram Live. Yes, we're waving. Very nice. Okay, so we have the opportunity to answer and get your questions to the rabbi. And on that note, someone was asking, because we mentioned about the uh, prayer for wine on Purim. We posted it, the rabbi asked, and instantaneously put it in the chat, put it in the uh, in description and the comments below. The prayer, the link for prayer for wine on Purim is now there in the English translation. Someone commented, if alcohol is addicting to you, drink grape juice instead. That's what I wrote. Go to AA meetings, you're welcome. So that, that was what someone else wrote, and that's true. Rev Shur, uh, weekly Rav Oresh Kosmi Rav Elgar translating. We posted the, the link. So someone asked in response to the Purim post, if I live outside of Yushalayim, is it Shushan Purim as especially as Purim for those that live outside Yushalayim? So if you're officially outside Yushalayim, you're outside the walled cities of that were the time of Shushan Abira in the times of Purim. So Yushalayim is, is obviously a special city that was walled and 
and has that Kedusha of the walled city. So it's read on the 15th of Adar, which is this year's going to be Tuesday night, Wednesday. And for the rest of us, it's Monday night, Tuesday. We're going to fast on Monday. Everyone's going to fast on Monday. It's the 13th of Tynus, Esther, which is the 13th of Adar. We're all going to fast together, hopefully, whoever is able to. It's a more lenient fast, so you'll ask your rabbi if you need some sort of exemption. But basically, it's simply a majority of us will be fasting. Hopefully, if we have the strength, we'll be able to do it successfully. Then we'll go into McGill reading the night of the uh, 14th, which is the Monday night. That's the the whole world, generally. And then those walled cities, places like Yushalayim, like the person's asking, will read on the uh, on the night of the 15th, which is a Tuesday night as well. Both days, you're, you're going to have to repeat it. On So for us, outside the walls, like the person asking, I think he's outside of Yushalayim, if that means really outside, not just like near some of the nearer like there's, there's that's where it gets complicated then Ramot or other places you have to ask your local rabbi um, but if you're really outside of Yushalayim and you're not in a walled city say like Svat where there's also questions or Tiveria different questions for walled cities in certain locations but basically once you're, you're in the in the outside the walled city you read on the night of the 14th and the day of the 14th which would be Monday night Tuesday and then for those out inside Yushalayim, it will be Tuesday night, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday day. Exactly. There we go. Wednesday day. Yes. So I'm going to personally go into Yushalayim for that day on Wednesday. I will not be reading the Megillah because I'll no, no longer be obligated to now live outside Yushalayim. I just moved. This will be the first time for me in many years. I'm outside of Yushalayim. So I'm going to go straight from fasting into the Megillah Monday night. And we'll discuss that as well. And um, also... We'll discuss it in the book, some of the feelings we should be having when we're going into Megillah fasting. So that's going to be my experience, as well as I think the questioner here. When praying, I get confused. They say it's better to pray for spiritual stuff and not the physical stuff. At times when I need something, example, a house, a car, I don't pay for it because I feel like it's wrong. And I deep down that Shem knows what I need. It will give it to me when the right time comes. What's the right for praying one's knees when it comes to physical stuff? Should we pray for it or should we just pray for spiritual stuff? So I'm going to leave this question here for the rabbi. Um, what I would suggest, once again, I'm not a rabbi like Rav Shalom Arash and Rav Dain Elgud, but simply, definitely, you should pray for what's on your heart. If it really, you have to be real with where you're holding. You know, obviously, the spiritual stuff we already learned in this wonderful book, the spiritual stuff is something you can always pray for, and it has a much more powerful uh, prayer because it's showing your connection to Hashem, your relationship with Hashem is very real, that you're building your Chalik and your Torah and your portion in Torah, something I always try to dumb for my, my portion in Torah, for my connection to Hashem, for my connection to the Sadiq MS. I'm sure you guys are hearing me over there on uh, Instagram. Yes, you'll give me a thumbs up. Hi. So the idea that we are able to pray for things that really matter and spirituality definitely should be high on our list. But the concept of that praying for things that a person needs, like physical needs, is also very much real. So it's all about being real with the prayers, Amuna, real Amuna prayers. So you should really be real about that and put the time in to pray to Hashem for things you need. And with that blessing, um, you should have everything you need, both spiritually and physically. Purim is a special way to what we're going to learn about. Pasha Zohar this week, we're going to get rid of the doubts and have then have clear Amuna for Purim, a clear Amuna Shlema. As Nissan Black always likes to give a blessing, Amuna Shlema. That's his Facebook uh, personal profile, Muna Shlema, the true full Amuna, the complete Amuna, as Rav Oresh talks about, 
that's the kind of amunah we want to have, so we can have a full relationship with Hashem, relationship with our inner self, our true self, get to know ourselves, and with that, we'll go into the teachings of Shalom Marish today. So I want to remind everyone to check out all the links in description. We put some very important links, podcasts and blogs that connect to the podcast, as well as our United Souls extract. You can read about that wonderful journey that I'm going on, 27 parts now already put out, and hopefully one day soon we'll put out the full book, as well as connect to Unity Bookings, all our wonderful artists, speakers, creatives. I need your support. I need your community's connection. It's important for me to better continue these classes. I need to sort of, you know, make sure I've got other side hustles going on other than just being here for you guys, for Ravorish. So it's important I keep getting the ability to get those special spiritual souls through me to you and Rav Shlomo Zions, Rudy Rochman, Nissen Black, all the wonderful people, Yosef Brown. There's a long list of speakers, musicians, artists. You know, we have Nuriel performing soon. I'm not involved in their gig, but please, God, if you contact me, I can be. And we have also a mentalist, Michael Salmon, Anyone who wants to reach out, Shal Blinkoff's doing a lot of events right now. Esther is going to be in the Holy Land soon. Avi Abelo's in America right now. There's a lot of wonderful new people. We've got a nice a new lady, Orly. You can check her out on the speakers part of the bookings. Amazing, amazing opportunities to reach out to these people. And of course, most of all, we have Shalom Arish with our Munator, what we can offer for your communities. We brought Rav Arish to Frat. We just had now this this week, we had Rav, wonderful Rav Yitzhak Ginsburg at Shirat David. And I came home with one of these beautiful pamphlets and it talks about the idea of Purim and Pesach and how being victorious over Amalek, like this week's Pasha, gives us the strength to, to merit the revelation of Mashiach, who, as we said, likened to a free bird, which can reach from the highest state to the lowest in order to bring down infinite blessing to reality, to feel good for us and for the whole world, and we should merit to see Mashiach now. Amen. So that's already a blessing from Ginsburg. He spoke very much about that last night, about Mashiach coming and all the different Torahs that connect to that. Rosh Katz, I'm sure we'll do a better job explaining what Rabbi Ginsburg spoke about at the point, so check out his classes recently. And uh, yes, let's go ahead now. Rav Shalom Arash's important book, A New Light, we're skipping to Fall Before Hashem, because today, we didn't mention yet, but today is Zion Adder. Today is the yacht site of Moshe Rabbeinu. It's the cover photo for you YouTuber guys. And we have to cover the yacht site of Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe ben Amram, yeah, Moshe ben Yechavit, a holy, holy neshama that brought light and Torah and Nitzchias and eternity to the world and is a light unto all the nations, unto all the souls of humanity for all the generations. And will be the Nishmas of Mashiach Sakenu. Yeah, Mashiach comes, the idea of it, Atatitzava. Why don't we see Moshe? Well, just before we get into the teachings where Ravosh is going to connect us to Moshe, we're going to just hear a little bit about Atatitzava. What's going on there? The Moshe Beinu's soul is not mentioned in, in explicitly in this week's Pasha, it says that it's only a remez to Moshe, you. Yeah, it's, it's, it has a power, the concept of you. We brought down a beautiful explanation from Chabad. Let's see if we can find it in the uh, in my WhatsApp here, if I manage to post it here. I do remember putting it here. But there's a beautiful concept of, of the Moranayim brings down. The Moshe Rabbein is not mentioned in this week's Pasha, that always comes out the same time as the Yotzite of Moshe Rabbeinu. So there's definitely a connection to Moshe and this week's Pasha and everything we're learning together. So yeah, so I don't have it on this WhatsApp right now and I'm recording the audio, so we won't be able to have me read it out from here. So please God, I'm going to remember the concepts. The idea that in this week's Pasha, there's the soul of Moshe, the essence, 
Atzmias of Moshe. This is the concept that's a very deep connection of the yacht site, the birthday, all come out on the same day. And I mentioned this in my Relationship Flood podcast concerning my soulmate, who's birthday is today also Mashabas Chaya, Mashabas Moshe Shimon Alevi. It's also a Levi from the Levi from the same tribe as Moshe Rabbeinu and her name is Masha Connect to Moshe. I mentioned it in my Relationship Flow podcast, my wife herself feature there as you check it out, the bonus edition as well. Important to understand that we have this ability to connect into the soul of Moshe Rabbeinu on a daily level because it's Masha the Moshe. Moshe is in all the generations and all the souls of the Jewish people and anyone, anything in creation has a connection to the soul and he's also the soul of Mashiach, of our Redeemer. So he has this Neshama in this week's Pasha with the Levushim, the clothing of the Kohen Godel, the Kodesh Kodoshim, the Panemius, the ability to makash ourselves on the most intimate level to our godly soul. That is the idea that Moshe Rabbeinu is the one who's the, that Melitz Yosha, the one who's bringing out about for all of the people. And then we have this concept of Moshe Lamala, Mordechai Lamata, right now with Purim coming up in another week, that there's a, a tremendous light of Moshe above and Mordechai Lamata. Moshe is above and Mordechai is below. The idea, the Shkolem, the, all the different avodas we're going to do, the, all the mitzvahs of Purim, they're all connected into this Yicha, this unification between Shemayim Ba'aretz, this idea of Kesa, all the way down to Malchus, we see again and again in the Megillah, the idea of the crown being brought down, all the way down to the lowest levels, with Esther Malka making and Mordechai the epitome of the ultimate relationship of Shalom Bias, the soulful connection, the soul between husband and wife, between between Shemayim Ba'aretz, this this revelation comes out for Moshe above and Mordechai below and he's bringing Esther up from that difficult place that she's in and we're going to learn about it now in the new light. Let's go. From here we see that even when we pray by seeking Hashem's compassion, this is page 280, a new light. Yes, this is chapter 6. We're still in chapter 6. We might go back a few pages again to miss out what we didn't cover here, but we need to go into this part because it's talking about Moshe Rabbeinu. And here we see that even when we pray by seeing Hashem's compassion, by pleading and asking for an undeserved gift, our prayer must be so strong that heaven and earth and the structures of creation tremble, says Rav Shalom Oresh. Yes, we're reading his beautiful book. Thank you for joining. Yeah, the idea. Thus, the Midrash describes Moshe's uncompromising request for an undeserved gift as being similar to a sword that tears apart and splits apart, that does not stop with a loud thundering sound. Presumably, Moshe argued before Hashem, I must enter the Holy Land, and you want to assist me because in your treasury you possess the treasury of an undeserved gift. Concept in Hebrew is called matnas chinam. Yeah, on Purim, what does it say? Poshet yad no simlo. Put out your hand. I'm putting out my hand. Help me, partner partneramunalive.com. No, it's not. Give to him. Everyone's meant to give. So you have to now partner. Go to PayPal and donate to Rav Shalom Orish, Or you can contact me directly because I definitely need the support coming up with Purim and Pesach. And you can be no, it's not. Give to him. And then Hashem himself, you put out your hand, whatever you ask, Hashem will give to you because whoever's asking, you're going to give. Yeah, this is an undeserved gift. Everyone gets the undeserved gifts on Purim. That's how powerful the, the prayers and the avoda of charity and kindness, Shlach Manas, Matanus Uvonim, all the different mitzvahs we're going to do, please God, coming up next week. Yes, with a loud fighting time. Presumably, Moshe argued for Hashem, I must enter the Holy Land, and you want to assist me because in your treasury, you possess a treasure, undeserved gift. From who did you create this treasure? Didn't you create in order to save me? Yeah, that track, save me. Yeah, Mikey Machter, anyone checking out? New track. Big, big uh, label that you just got elevated. Check it out on our platforms. You wish to save me and to reveal your treasure of an undeserved gift. We see from this Midrash that praying with great force does not in the least contradict pleading for Hashem's compassion and for his undeserved gift. 
You must uproot the false belief that prayer in the form of pleading contradicts forceful, forceful crying out to Shem. So I'm asking all of you, check out all the artists, Gabriel, Beautiful Music, Ru Moshe Rubin, all these wonderful people, Yosef Daniel, everyone who we have on our platform, I'm opposing, uh, uh, giving you the opportunity and I'm giving that ability to connect to these wonderful souls so your community can gain. Book now. The according to the statement in the Shulchan Aruch, a person should pray in a pleading manner like a poor person begging at the door. Yeah, let's get all rid of all the, the flashy show-off stuff that goes on in the music world, in the speaking world, in the creative world. And let's get to the essence that we need to have an Ashama experience, a soul experience. And when it comes to Hashem, we have complete humility. We're begging, we're pleading for everything we need. There's a certain urgency we mentioned over the last few weeks. And this is brought down in the Orachayim. 98, yeah, a person in Shulchan Aruch. A person should pray in a pleading manner like a poor person begging at the door. It does not mean that a person should pray weakly. It doesn't mean he should pray listlessly. A person must feel like a poor person at the door. But that does not contradict the fact that his prayer must be piercing and uncompromising and include every expression of stubborn insistence. While the topic of Moshe's prayer, we must know that Moshe prayed with utter devotion. He says stubbornly and asked for life and not for death. We already mentioned this concept of urgency. Yeah, and for life and not for death. Whenever Moshe prayed, he did not wait to hear no. He prayed stubbornly to hear yes. Now, how do we hear that yes? That's a good question. I'm having that thought as well. I think there's a certain like clarity you have when you know your prayers have been answered. It's an experiential thing. It's not something which I, I think you can just say in superficial language. So all of us need to work on our munamur and our prayer so that we're experiencing the yeses. We're experiencing how Hashem's answering our prayers. That we should have shalom bias. We should have shefer and bracha. And we feel how Hashem is asking us. Like I'm asking, breastlove.com, keep uploading these videos, please. All right, I'm going to try to keep looking at you guys. I want to give some cover to those who, who come there. But the concept is that we're reaching an audience. We're reaching an ability to get a monogol. That's our ultimate prayer in this class. And we should fill the answers a big yes. Everyone out there, say yes. Like Tony Robbins, they get someone to go, ah, yeah, I, whatever. You guys need to say I or yes. A global, yes. Let's do it. Let's get the prayers. Let's get the, all the creation resonating with this need to connect to the, the creator, to the one who's providing everything we need, the one who's created everything, giving us purpose, giving us tachlis, giving us simcha and joy. You see again and again. For, yes, I, thank you. That's the idea. Shalom. Yes, shalom. Everyone should say, I, yes. That's it. Yeah, we've got to get the energy out of all these people out there like Dr. Peterson fighting the fight. Ben Shapiro fighting the fight. You see it online, yeah? People fighting the fight of Amuna, trying to bring out more of Amuna in the world and getting rid of all the false values. We've got to make that fight in a, in a spiritual sense with Amuna, not get political, but get more in touch with the soul so that we can get the message universal. So someone like Lex Freeman or someone like Joe Rogan will start to understand the soul connection and not just think it's like because they're a nice guy or something or they just love because of some reason they don't know why. They need to start to know that it comes from the soul level. That's something that we have to strengthen that connection, that bridge between the soul and to humanity. That's the joyful soul we're trying to build here. And it's going to come as we're hearing through real prayer. And we want that yes. Therefore, he told the Holy One, blessed be. If not, wipe out now. I say, either accept my prayer or kill me. This week's Pasha. Ah, look at this. I, I turned, I was looking for something and it came today. I was prepared. The class got delayed, so I had a little bit more time. So I was looking for a different section than we're just reading on where we were. And it came today, this week's Pasha. That Shem should erase me, said Moshe Rabbeinu, from your book. I mean, the truth is the actual Pasuk is later on in Pasha's Kisisa. 
Yeah, but where do we see it manifest? Where do we see the tefillah of Moshe Rabbeinu? Yeah, it's not just in the, the actual words where he says, Machin Masifacha, that you should erase me from your book, from your Torah. Imagine Moshe Rabbeinu, the one who brought down the Torah, saying to save Kaisal, erase me. I don't need any any uh COVID. I don't need anyone to uh to to honor me. I don't need to be my name for eternity in in, in bright lights, like the Hollywood world, always seeking out glory. Yeah, what happens? Glory runs away from that. It's what's happening now. It's falling apart. Jim Carrey was saying a bunch of spineless whatever. I'm not going to say his words, but you can go see. That whole world is falling apart in its need for glory. What we, we're here to is glorify Hashem, to glorify the King. Yeah, Hashem Malach, Hashem Malach, Hashem that's the whole Avodah Purim, HaMelech, again and again and again, when wiping out Haman, wiping out the doubts, and bringing HaMelech constantly again and again, every time we read again and again in the Megillah, we're bringing, that's the Mitzvah of Megillah, is to crown Hashem, to talk about the Nisim, the miracles that Hashem does for us. Everyone has that ability. Yes, appreciate the love, keep sharing it. Yeah, but the concept is here that in Pashas Kisisa, if not, wipe me out. If you're not going to save the Jewish people, wipe me out. Yeah, that is to say, either accept my prayer or kill me. So where do we see that Shem does manifest that? It says the Balaturim in Pasha's Tetzava, this week's Pasha. It says at the beginning of Balaturim that Shem took out Moshe's name from this week's Pasha after weeks and weeks of hearing Moshe in every Pasha. And we suddenly see that Moshe is coming to the soul level, an even higher level. A level of his mysterious nefesh, his devotion, as we're learning in the books of Ravosh, his devotion through prayer brought about Moshe Rabbeinu, all the way through with Shalomosh, all the way through now, for all of us here listening, learning together, the ability to manifest more neshama, more soul, more spirituality, to really care about others, to really pray for others. Yeah? Someone says they have an eavesdropper. Yes, lovely. Uh, it should only be good news. Pray. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah? And God is looking after everyone. Yeah? We have to really work on our anxiety and all our fears to channel them all towards a holy place. We've been putting out lots of posts connecting to the books of Rav Shalomarish, how you can get help and all these things. Check it out on Brezov.com and all the links we put up on our, on our daily beautiful posts. That is not just to say a prayer. Yeah, this is utter devotion. He told Hashem, without this salvation, nothing interests me. My life has no importance whatsoever. Without this salvation, therefore Moshe could nullify everything. So my prayer is that I want to be able to manifest unity and Amunah in the world. And my life's not worth it without it. I don't want to just get some corporate, soulless experience. I want to have the opportunity to bring Amuna Global, but it needs partnership. It needs a unity. It needs community, community. It needs us to do that together. It can't be done alone. That's why we're doing this class online live, as well as the Brewerslove.com, and as well as the podcast. We're putting it on all different places, and we're asking you to connect into the teachings of Amuna teachings of unity united souls that i'm personally very much representing my unity bookings of all the different people that bring about more unity flow in the world we need it more than ever it's time to empower each other so that's my prayer that's my tefillah it's all prayer i need tefillah it's all prayer that all these things should be with hashem's blessing this is a unique expression as you describe Moshe's prayer i fell before hashem it says later on in in devarim in the last book of the Torah, in the middle of his prayer, he threw himself in the, in, in the five books. Yeah, in the middle of his prayer, he threw himself to the ground with tremendous stubbornness, like a child who, if his parents are not given what he asked for, is ready to throw himself to the floor, beat his head, kick his feet, and punch the floor until he gets what he wants. I remember seeing Rasimai Zilberberg, his stachavot, like on the floor, like Leviyitzaviditshiva, completely on the floor, bowing down to 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 the Rabbanu Shalom and asking for Hashem to give him a Yeshua salvation, one of his relatives, I think one of his
his chibi, and he was on the floor screaming to Hashem, screaming with his whole heart for a salvation. He wouldn't get up until he felt that that tefillah was muskabo. And I know that that child, Baruch Hashem, was born healthy and everything worked out, Baruch Hashem, because of the power of prayer. Yeah, and this is the kind of prayer that Moshe Rabbeinu, I've witnessed this in this generation of people doing this. I've seen it by Rav Oresh as well, late at night, praying and praying until the tefillahs are answered doing this mode of this. Moshe, I possess uncompromising stubbornness because he believed that Hashem wants to give to people and save them. Therefore, he paid no attention to any obstacles. So Hashem wants to give to our families, to our children, to our relatives, to our loved ones. And I'm not stopping until all of them get the blessings they need to have successful hinnach, successful um, shalom bias, to have all the blessings, to have education, to have wealth, to have peace in the home, to have healthy emotions, to be saved from any of these problems that people are going through out there. You see online, people are going through crazy stuff. Yeah, the, people should have comfort, have shmir elyona, heavenly protection, all our family, all our friends. Yeah, we should be healthy, we should be able to do our shlichas, our mission in this world, with strength. These are the kind of feelings that I'm not stopping until these prayers are answered. Hashem has to say amen to our feelings, and we have to say amen. All of us, we've said before, yes, now we're all going to say amen. Yeah, to our tefillahs, to our prayers, to our kamuna, like Moshe Rabbeinu, and we're not, we're not going to stop until it's answered. The Midrash described this video, there was not one corner firmament that Moshe did not crash into. Yeah, this idea like Rabbi Akiva going from wall to wall, the kind of prayers of Sadiqim, the idea of putting such energy and his slavas until the prayers are answered. You remember everyone who's watched the film Shpizin, Remember that film? Someone just sent me another film, Talk to God. But the concept of putting all the prayer, that's what brought about the salvation. Yeah, that's what brought me back to work with people like Nisim and Rav Oresh. I was screaming in my corporate office, get me out of here. I don't want to be stuck in this box and this getting paid, whatever, and just being focused on making a living. It was a spiritual elevation of tefillah. Yes, hello, holy brother. But the idea of joining together through prayer, this is something I, I just heard from Rav Shama Katz. It's not enough just to pray and create this big arousal for us, for us normal people. What we need is, because you know we're talking about the prayers of Sadiqim, Moshe Rabbeinu, Rabbi Kiva, Sadiqim. For us normal people, we need to join together with a community to pray. That needs to be a communal experience. Rav Shama Katz was talking about it, Shirat David, the idea that we're praying together, that really to get to that Mashiach Dika Matzav, where all our prayers are being answered, and the Gula Shlema, Munah Shlema, all the good things that we want, for Shlema, Yeshua Shlema, all these amazing things that we need to get answered, that's a communal experience. We need each other, we need to create events, we need to join together. That's the idea of unity events, of making these beautiful Munah events, these opportunities to join together. It's not enough for us to, to become successful in our voto. It needs to be done on a communal level. And that's why we have to join with the Sibor, the community. Yeah, we hit, and that's what Moshe Rabbeinu is, the ultimate sacrifice, is willing to give his name up in this week's Pasha and next week's Pasha. The idea of Machain Masifacha, he was able to delete himself in the Torah, and he has a whole Pasha of Atta where his Neshama is shining on the highest level of the Kohen Godel, of all the different Kaparas and, and light that's in those Begodim, in those holy clothings that clothe us all on an inner level. We all have those garments, we all become like a Kohen Godel when we light the menorah, Hanukkah, and Purim, we dress up. People dress up as a Kohen Godel. I used to dress up as a Kohen Hedia. I think this year I'm going to dress up a little bit different. I want to elevate some of my past. So I'm dressed up a little bit pimpish, excuse my language. But I want to elevate those parts of myself. I have a beautiful suit that my father gave me. I want to elevate it on Purim and uh, bring some Kedusha to all the different parts of myself and my past. I don't believe in, uh, in, in like as Shlomo Kalibach taught, the concept of reading the Megillah Mafreya. What does it mean reading the Megillah Mafreya? 
What's the concept? So the idea of mefreya means reading it out of order or backwards or different. There's different ways to explain it according to halacha. But according to Shlomo Kalibach, once you're reading the Megillah, you're missing parts of your life. You're missing parts of the Megillah. You're not Yotzi. To really be Yotzi in the Megillah, according to, to the Sheetahs that we go by, we have to hear every single word of the Megillah, every single letter pronounced. That's why with the Haman, we have to be careful not to get distracted or any other time during Megillah, fall asleep or anything. To be fully awake. The Megillah is like a chauffeur waking us up. Waking up the soul level. Waking up like Rosh Hashanah. There's a connection. It's waking up. Bringing uh, energy and life force to the neshama, and that's the kind of energy we need to have. That's the kind of tefillahs. That's the kind of soul level experience we need to have, and that's the opportunity we have when we hear the Megillah. That every part of our life, says Shlomo Kalibach, is needed. That's why, because the Megillah is an explanation, a journey through our own life. Not just it's a Megillah from Esther. It's a Megillah is written in such a way that it's describing our whole life. We're going through our journey through the Megillah, through our own personal journey, our own Megillah. Everyone needs to write their own Megillah. Everyone needs to experience their own Megillah. So every part of it, every part of our life, our past as well, is important. Don't reject those parts of ourselves that seem to be not holy, because every part had a purpose. Everything was a Shkacha practice, and everything with divine providence. And everything is one, ultimately. Everything needs to be elevated, ultimately, back to Hashem. So that's why I'm dressing up the way I am. But the idea of Moshe is a kind God. We see here there's no contradiction between pleading for Hashem's compassion and strong assistance. And there's additional reason a person to cry out with all his strength and demand salvation immediately, even tell Hashem, you must save me. When a person feels that he's committing a sin, puts him in mortal danger, he feels that he's hanging by his hands from such a one, does not want to live unless Hashem saves him. Such a person is demanding Hashem of all his might. You must rescue me because otherwise in another second there won't be anyone left to rescue. And he can present strong arguments to Hashem. And if you do not rescue me, I will continue to sin, heaven forbid. And that is certainly against your will. Therefore you must have compassion on me and save me, rescue me at this very moment. This is Rav Oresh giving us the chizuk of how to pray. And Hashem is happy when people do this because that is his entire will. It says in the Kutimara, and it's here from Rabbi Nachman ben Fagan, Nachman ben Simcha. Very important, we always get a bit of Torah from Rabbi Nachman, the breast of Israel, the of English. A song, a melody for the conductor in Psalms. The Hebrew word for conductor can be translated as conqueror. Thus, the phrase from Psalms must be rendered, sing to the one who rejoices when people conquer him. It's in Gemara and Pesachim, 119, Amad When a person speaks to the Holy One, blessed be he, in his speech, he employs arguments, requests. He's showing he wants to conquer the Holy One, blessed be he. And as it were, Hashem may be blessed, gains pleasure from this. Therefore, Hashem sends this person words to be able to conquer him, as it were. So Hashem will receive pleasure. Without that help, it's certainly impossible for creatures of flesh, of blood, to conquer the Holy One, blessed be he. So Hashem may be blessed, sends this person words and arguments to conquer him. This is like the Nisham of Moshe Rabbeinu and Nishmas Mashiach, the teaching of Rabbi Nachman, the teaching of Shalom Oresh, the idea of how we conquering Hashem through tefillah. Unbelievable. So that Hashem will say, yes, amen. Come on, everyone. Aye. Yeah, we're going for the we're going for the goal here. Purim is a time of rots and a time of will. Ada is a lotion of will, Rava, Rava de Ravan. It's the end of the year. It's the opportunity of the of Hadoshim. It's a time to pray. It's a special time of will. Time to develop big wills. It's the garden of yearning, of Watson, of will. So let's go ahead. We're gonna go a little bit longer today, yeah, because we have a special Purim edition. And next week I don't think I'll be here. So therefore we're adding in a little bit more. Getting to the probably 40 minute mark, one off time, why not? Even if this person lies alive and he has no right to ask Hashem for anything, he can ask Hashem to draw him close because that is why he was created. It says in Sikh Saran, yeah, this is the teachings Rabbi Nossin brought down. Rabbi Nossin, uh, also a Sadiq, and we ask, yes, yes, that's right, keep saying it. Yeah, everyone should keep be blessed. Even if it appears, says Sikh Saran, yeah. To a person, Hashem may be blessed, does not want to draw him close because he has brought about a great deal of spiritual damage. And even now, he's not acting properly in accordance with his will. I think this 
resonates with the booklet True Happiness, which is Mission Nicholas Adam Now we're getting advice how to be happy. Yeah. According to what may be blessed, he this is about Hashem. He must nevertheless encourage himself greatly unto Hashem. Each person himself needs to encourage himself until Hashem have compassion on him and draw him close to serve him. Because despite everything, I want to be a, a yid. I want to be a neshama. Thus, he wants to conquer Hashem. May he be blessed. Yeah, Hashem, as it were. And Hashem may be blessed to rise pleasure from the fact that people conquer him. As it were. So the idea that we're able on, on, on some level, spiritually, to conquer Hashem through our tefillahs. When a person devotes time to work on the will every day, when he works maintaining a calm mind and reminds himself of the lessons he's been learning, then the inner self that every sin and every craving constitutes death awakens within him. Then he can argue before Hashem of all his might and outcry of the So we're going to end off the class with a tefillah. I ask everyone to get the book, page 285, and read this tefillah. Yeah, and we're also going to say the psalm of Kaf, I believe, Kaf Base 22, Psalm 22 on Purim. Yeah, Eli Eli Zamas of Tani Esther Malkas Tefillas. Should say that as well. Tani Esther leading up to Purim and taking Klali. Well, lots of Tefillas to say. All of, as many Psalms as possible today. When Moshe Ben is also light a candle, light up the souls of the humanity through the candle. And we'll be joining again next time. It'll be after Purim, after Kisisa, after Tetzave, after we've brought out that we're saving through Tefillah through the avoda of kind God, through spirituality, we're bringing about the physical salvation of the Jewish people and the world. So, good place. So let's read this feeling out together. Master Universe, I need you to rescue me. Please rescue me right now. Did you create me so that I'd be like an animal? You created me as a member of the human race. But right now, I'm not a human being. Why am I acting in such a way that I'm not? I'm, I'm an animal, a beast on two legs. Rescue me, save me. You must help me immediately, right now. I cannot continue in this way for even one second more. This is worse than every prison, every type of dungeon, the harshest and bitterest punishments. Last universe, in every craving, I lose my heart entirely. I lose out which most pressure me. I lose my life because of foolishness, because of my delusion. Day after day, I'm swept away. I'm drowning and in terrible. I have no strength left. In one more moment, I'll be lost. You must save me. That's the kind of prayer that Esther Malka was pouring out in front of the Melech. It wasn't just Achad Veirish. It was Melech Malchei Amlochim, the king of all kings, the one who's the true boss, pouring out our hearts and she brought salvation for the Jewish people, for the world, so that we could be Yehudim, we could be a light to ourselves and to the nations, to the world, so that we can hope with the power of Purim. And then we're going to be, please God, in the coming weeks, talking about Pesach, Pesach, or Pesach. We're going to speak out a lot, please, of Torah, beautiful Torahs, to dance, Please God, the the redemption is coming together, Purim, together redemption of Pesach this time, as we already read here. The Mashiach Sekenu is helping us with the light of Amunah, the light of Hashem Yisbarach, giving us the ability to destroy all our doubts, all the Amalek, all the falsehood, and be able to tune in to the truth, the clarity of what we're here for. Everyone should be blessed with beautiful Shabbat Zohar and a beautiful Purim. Have all the mitzvahs should be Mekayim. You should be able to do them with full Amunah and full Simcha and be able to bring that joy, that soulful joy, that awakening of the human soul. That's what I would, uh, if I was asked to talk to Lex or Joe, I'd talk about the soul. That's what we need to talk to people about, the soul level, awaken their soul, have a neshama. He invites me out for coffee. I'm talking about the Neshama, United Souls. And it's not about business. It's about the soul. That's the true business. We need to be in the soul business. Let's bring some soul. And I don't mean soul music. I mean soul, Amuna soul. Soul with Neshama. Neshama Bakirbi. Everyone has one inside of them. Awaken it with fire, with love. That's Purim. That's the energy. That's the truth of who we are, of humanity now. And that will give solution to everything going on out in the world.
If you want to ask any questions, send it to me. Welcome to discuss it. My voice should be here on Sunday, hopefully before Purim. One more class, we hope. And then we'll have the Tainus Esther, and we'll be in Purim. And then we'll have another Shabbos after that. I think it's Pasha's Para, an opportunity to purify ourselves and cleanse ourselves from any of the other worships to come. Please, God, to the ultimate of Korban Pesach this year, to eat it together. Thank you for joining us. Everyone, have a wonderful, happy Purim. All the love. Much love. Share the love. Share Mona Global. Thanks for joining us.